Hey, what's up guys? Dr. LeHue here. So glad that you've joined me for this video. Today we're going to be talking about Enneagram Type 9. We're asking the question, am I a Type 9? And most of this discussion is going to be based around the work environment. This uh, series of videos, um, am I a Type? Um, I'm going through a list of um, maybe 10, 15 different points that help you understand whether or not you're a Type 9 Primarily in the work environment. That's kind of the focus or the concentration. And, um, you know, nines are great people. I have um, a daughter that's a nine. She's in some of the videos that are on the, uh, on the YouTube channel. Uh, my son-in-law is a nine. And uh, I work uh, side by side with a nine in my work. And uh, a lot of good friends that are nines. Uh, over the years, a lot of good friends that are nines. <clears throat> nines uh, are good friends. They're good friends because they um, they seek harmony and they seek peace and they they desire to move away from conflict and all the things that make a person a great friend. You know, somebody that wants to get along, somebody that that is tuned in to uh, other people and how to uh, have good relationships with other people. And um, nines are wired to uh, to be friends and. They don't take themselves too seriously. They're called the peacemaker or the mediator, and and that's what they do. Um, now, there's some dark sides, you know, to this personality, like there are to all the types on the Enneagram, and uh, we're going to talk about those today. And if you are a nine, thank you for joining me for this video. I hope it's helpful and encouraging to you, and I hope it. It challenges you with some uh, insights and some information, maybe just hearing it from another person. Some of this you probably already know, but some of it may be new. And um, I know that as a nine, you're open-minded and I appreciate, you know, I hope that you hear something that will help you, uh, help you in your relationships and primarily in your relationship to yourself. Um, knowing who you are and knowing what you want in life and then uh, working toward that. If you are in a relationship with a nine, then this will help you as well, I hope. Uh, be more understanding, more patient, more sympathetic to what's going on in the mind and in the heart of the person that you live with or work with to get a better understanding of uh, why they speak up when they do and maybe why they don't speak up when, when they don't speak up. And the more understanding that we have of each other, this is a very nine value, but the more understanding we have of each other, the better we'll be able to cooperate and work with each other. So nines, you know, of course, there's a lot of examples of nines in, in modern culture that we could point to. Um, but uh, nines tend to be um, a person that kind of grew up hearing a message that their thoughts, opinions, wishes, desires, that the things that they want in life weren't going to be heard, uh, weren't going to be valued. And rather than fight against that, like maybe say an eight might, you know, rather than fight against that, uh, nines just found that that it was better to go with the flow. It was better to not rock the boat. It was better to just put their wishes and their desires and their opinions on hold or to suppress those, you might say, to ignore 
those things and to go along with what other people want, to be agreeable, to um, to find out what other people's agendas are, find out what other people's goals are, and then to try to to do your best to help them accomplish their goals. And that in that way nines get along with people really well. You know, they tend to get along with people. Um, but the, the question is that to what expense to themselves and to what expense to their own uh, values and their own desires about the way they want to live their life. Um, nines, you know, typically kind of go to sleep to their own agendas, opting rather to pursue others' agendas um, in harmony with them. Now, you, can, might, you might think of it like this, that um, nines tend to separate from themselves because they're afraid of separating from others. Okay? Let me unpack that a little bit. When, when you are afraid that your wishes and your opinions are going to separate you from somebody else, let's say you want to go to Olive Garden and I want to go to Red Lobster, okay? If we both dig our feet in, you know, and say, I want what I want, then we're going to have conflict because you obviously have your stated preference and I have my stated preference. Now, what the nine does is because they fear separation from others and they know that if I dig my heels in and I don't budge and I demand we go to Red Lobster, I might get what I want but at what damage to our relationship and so they choose rather to be agreeable and to say i'll go where you want to go i'll go to olive garden and that's great that's why we love them because they're agreeable and because they want to go along with and they're supportive and they want to harmonize and so that's great you know that's what we love but we tend to applaud the very things that that uh, become problematic in each of the types we do this you know like we applaud twos for being so giving and taking care of us but we never really think about to what expense you know does all this care uh, for others what what expense does it do to the two themselves or we applaud the three for all their accomplishments and all their achievements but again to what expense you know, are they working to accomplish all these things? Is this what they really want to accomplish? Or are they just accomplishing what we cheer them for accomplishing? So the very thing that we appreciate about nines, their willingness to, to, to go our way, to do what we want, they have to separate then from their own desire to go to Red Lobster. In that case, their desire was to go to Red Lobster. Your desire was to go to Olive Garden. They separate from their own will. They separate from their own desire in order to merge. There's a key word for nines. To merge with somebody else's agenda. So the fear of separation from others causes nines to separate from themselves and from their own will, their own desires, their own uh, goals in life, their own agendas. And these are all uncomfortable topics for nines. 
you know, what do you want to do? Where do you want to go? Now, they might have a big picture of what they want to do. Like maybe they want to be a nurse or maybe they want to be a firefighter or whatever. They may have a big agenda idea of what they want to do with their life. But in the real day-to-day practical matters, you know, of living life, it can be pretty hard sometimes for nines to know what they want, you know. What do you want to do with your life? And they'll say, I want to be a nurse. Okay, great. Where do you want to go for dinner? Well, then they don't know. Um, you know, what's your favorite movie? And they'll list their favorite movies. What do you want to watch on TV right now? They don't know. So sometimes in those practical matters of like daily decisions, it can be hard for nines to voice and to be in touch with their own agenda and their own will. Um, so let's get into this list here and see what comes up from this discussion um, and uh, see what ideas are, are spurred on here. Okay, so let's, let's start with the, the first one here. You see work through the lens of what works best for the most people. Okay, again, that's why we appreciate you because you're looking around saying, you know, what is going to make people content and happy? What's going to make everybody feel heard, you know, and feel valued? And you're working to include people. And I think part of the reason why nines are working so hard to include everybody is because indirectly you know they know what it's like to not be included they know what it's like to be forgotten they know what it's like to not be heard so they value hearing everybody they value everybody's opinion and everybody's contribution and they're able to 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 do peacemaking because they they really do pay attention and empathize i think some nines are very empathetic you know when it comes to feeling what other people are feeling and the frustrations they're feeling and the hurts that they're feeling nines really i think can sympathize with people well um and i think part of that comes from they know what it's like nines know what it's like to to be overlooked and so they don't want others to be overlooked they don't want other people to experience the same pain and frustration now they may not have thought that through they may not realize that that might be the motivation behind it, but I think the motivation, there's, remember they're an anger type, right? They're an anger type. And so that, that subjugated anger of, I know what it's like to not be listened to. I know what it's like to not have my opinions uh, valued. I know what it's like to have to go along with everybody else and to have to push my will down and my desires down so that other people can get what they want. So, I, you see, there's the anger bit of it that maybe you're asleep to that you don't pay attention to, but I think that's beneath that then now my positive side, that's the negative side, my positive side is I value everybody's opinion, I value everybody's contribution, I value everybody's, but see, in all of that positive stuff, there's that inherent dark side of I know what it's like to not not be. Now remember, I said in my other videos, eights, nines, and ones are in the anger group. And what does that mean? Well, um, I said in my eight video that that what I think that means is you know, eights, nines, and ones. They especially nines are going to hate this when I say this, but but I had a nine nuance it a little bit and I think maybe it'll make a little more sense to you. This is what I said in my eight in my MI and eight video. 
and my type eight is eights, nines, and ones. I said they tend to look at people like people are stupid. People are stupid, and eights, they very much kind of like personify that. They look like they think people are stupid. So they're, they'll argue with people, they'll argue about people, they'll complain, they'll take, you know, names and write it down and send, you know, heated emails and point out problems. And eights, I think, look like, okay, they look like they think people are stupid. Ones tend to be like people are stupid, so they need to be managed, organized, they need a bunch of rules, and they need to follow the rules so that they don't blow themselves up, you know, so that they don't do stupid things. They need to be uh, forced into boundaries to keep them from ruining themselves. Ones want to manage people. Nines, I think, the way it looks is people are stupid, so if you can just um, go along with them and, you know, tell them what they want to hear and try to pay attention to them and their needs, then they'll eventually leave you alone. They'll eventually walk away and leave you alone. Now I had, I had an, a friend of mine who's a nine who watched that eight video and he sent me a little message that said, he said, I don't think that I as a nine think people are stupid. I think people are ignorant. And maybe there's a little bit of a nuance there that means something to you guys um, that might change the sound of it a little bit, make you feel better about it. But essentially, I mean, what do nines want? Nines want to be left alone. Now, they don't want to be alone, okay? I don't think they want to be alone, like they, they want to go off and not be included. But they don't want to be pushed on. They don't want they don't want people coming at them and telling them you need to do this and you need to do that and you need to get this done and you need to get that's what nines resist nines don't want to rock the boat and hey they don't want their boats rocked okay they want to just be left alone and just live life without causing problems and they don't want any problems caused you know for them so if you just nod and agree and smile and get along with people and value them and listen to them, then eventually what? People will get done talking and they'll move away. And then I can go back to my comfortable place of homeostasis of being left alone. And I think at the end of the day, that's what nines are after is they just want to leave others alone, not cause problems, and they don't want problems caused for themselves. Um, so, um, routines are important to nines. Routines are important. Um, nines are in the action group, okay? But their action, they're right in the middle, right? In the action group. That means their action is separated from thinking and feeling because thinking and feeling is, is exactly as far away from one another uh, one from the other. So they're either acting, and I'll do a video, I'll do some videos on this later about how those, the action, thinking, and feeling, how it goes together. But let's just say right now, nines are either acting in routine or they're thinking and feeling, but they don't, they don't want to do both at the same time. So what that means is nines can get very dreamy and they can get, you know, very thoughtful and they can really think about what they want in life and dream and feel things or they can take action. 
but it's hard for them to put those two things together. So they might dream and think and talk about starting a business and what that would look like and how fun that would be. And they'll get into that dreamy, feely thinking group. But then you're kind of wondering, well, when are you actually going to put pen to paper and start filling out forms? And, you know, actually, when's the start date for this business? That's hard for them to translate thoughts and feelings into action. Nines take like to take actions that are routine, that they don't have to engage. There's a key word for all nines, is to engage the mind and engage your feelings in what you're doing. Nines like to do actions that don't necessarily engage. I shouldn't say they like to. Nines feel most comfortable doing actions that they can do as a routine without engaging the, the, the thinking or the feeling. They like to just do what, what is in front of them. I've seen this many times with nines. They have no problem talking with whoever is in front of them or doing whatever is in front of them. Um, a lot of people, you know, move around a room seeking out individuals to talk to or seeking out important people to make connections with that will further their agendas, okay? Nines, by nature, everybody's equal. Everybody's fine. And whoever I talk to is the person I want to talk to. And nines are just cool with whatever, whoever, whenever. Um, they just are okay with whatever is in front of them. That's what they're okay, they're okay doing. Um, now, that can be frustrating if you're in a relationship with a nine and maybe they're okay just sitting on a couch. Nines seek out simple comforts, you know. They like their favorite sandwich and they like their favorite television show and they like their favorite seat and they like their the, the clothes, you know, that are from a certain company that they trust that feel a certain way and fit a certain way and the same kind of shoes and once they find shoes they like they're apt to buy that same kind of pair of shoes or the exact same pair of shoes every time because they know it works they know it's comfortable why rock the boat why try new things when you know what's best and so you know make sure the air conditioner is pointed at you and make sure that the the blinds are you know set right so the sun's not in your eyes and everything is done from that sense of like what's going to make me comfortable what's going to make me feel good they're not hedonists they're not chasing after pleasure it's just simple pleasures i know this sandwich i like this sandwich i know what to expect i don't need to try everything like a seven does i just know what i like and i like what i like and they're not going to raise a stink unless somebody gets in the way of what they like. So if they order that sandwich and it's not it's not exactly the way it's supposed to be, the nine's going to have a problem with that because their value of simple comfort and their value of routine and their value of not having to think about it but just being able to act is being disturbed by somebody. And so you'll see them go up and get the sandwich right in a very nice, kind way. They're not going to be ugly or nasty about it. But they value those simple things in life and those things being predictable uh, and those things working out the way they always work out. They want things to work out the way they're supposed to work out. And they can get pretty, they can get pretty picky sometimes. For as calm and as peaceful as they are, nice can get pretty picky about you know, wanting the things they like and the things they know about, you know, the things they're sure of. Um, okay, so I'm getting a little bogged down here. All right, so they, 
they uh, see everything through the lens of what's going to work out for everybody. And they genuinely want people to work together and to get along and to collaborate and everybody feel supported. Look, it all goes back to that, what they don't feel. They don't feel that maybe that they're being included. Um, by the way, you guys, if you've watched my other videos, you know that the never ever behavior to do to a nine is the one thing that often everybody does to them is never talk over a nine. Never talk over them because... Because you're just reinforcing that idea that what they have to say and what they think doesn't really matter. And it does. We want to draw it out. You got to draw it out of a nine. You got you to help a nine um, value their own opinions again and value their own desires and value their own insights to get in touch with that part of themselves that they've separated from. And so when you talk over a nine, um, you're just reinforcing the idea that what they have to say and their opinions and their thoughts don't really matter. We want to do the opposite. We want them to get in touch with, hey, your opinion does matter. What do you want? What do you think? How do you feel about this? And then you got to pause and let them maybe process that because they're switching out of action into thinking and feeling because they remember they don't want to do them both at the same time. All right, you like harmony and you dislike conflict. You know, my daughter, who's a nine, she thought she was a two for a long time. By the way, if you're a woman and you can't tell if you're a nine or a two, you're a nine. Twos know they're twos. If you're a man and you can't tell if you're a nine or a five, you're a nine. Fives know that they are fives. Nines, remember, they sometimes they merge with people and they can see other people's perspective so much that sometimes they can confuse their identity because they've lost, in a sense, their identity. They go to sleep to their own identity. And so my wife is a very strong 2-1, right? The servant. And my daughter, who's a 9-1, the dreamer, she so much, you know, embodied her mother's values that she thought of herself that she might be a 2. For about a year, she operated under that assumption that she was a 2. Um, but she really didn't have the same values that her mother has. She really didn't want to serve and to give and to help. What she wanted was to not have any conflict, was to not be upsetting to anybody. So if mom, you know, his value is to, to you got company over and take care of everybody and fill everybody's plate and wash everybody's dishes, then the daughter, who's a nine, would just join in and do what mom was doing because she didn't want to create any conflict. And she's asleep to her own desires and what she wants in life. So she just picked up mom's agenda and just starts doing what mom does. But when she was able to think about it and engage the thinking and feeling aspect of, her, of herself, she realized these aren't my values. I don't really want to serve everybody. I don't really want to take care of everybody and give to everybody and you know be nice and kind and all this i just want you know to not have any conflict to not cause any problems and to avoid problems and so i think nines you know could depending on who they're living with or who they're influenced by they could easily easily sort of pick up the characteristics and the values of the people around them and not question them. And they would think that that's their values until they can get alone or get away or move out or something. I like to think of nines as kind of like vanilla ice cream. 
Um, you know, vanilla ice cream has a flavor. It's a very distinct flavor. Vanilla is a distinct flavor. But if you were to mix vanilla ice cream with any other flavor, let's just say chocolate, the obvious. You mix vanilla and chocolate half and half and you stir them together. And then you give that mix to someone and ask them to tell you what flavor it is. What are they going to tell you? They're not going to tell you, oh, this is vanilla. They're going to tell you, oh, I think it's chocolate. Same thing if it was strawberry. If you mix strawberry and vanilla together, they're not going to think, oh, this is vanilla ice cream. They're going to think this is strawberry. It's milder. It's softer. It's toned down. But they're not going to be as easily able to pick up the vanilla as they can pick up the other flavor, the chocolate. And I think that happens to a lot of nines is you got a nine that's living at home with a, with a one dad, you know, or a one mom or something. And they'll start to, you know, blend their personality with everybody around them um, and pick up those, those values and those character traits of those stronger I don't mean that they're stronger at being able to get more done. I just mean more um, distinct flavors of personalities. And the nine, I think, could could pick that stuff up. Um, there's probably a lot of nines right now in prison because they merged with the wrong people. They just went along with um, people they shouldn't have gone along with. They got involved with a group of people or somebody that was a strong, dominant personality and they kind of merged and blended with that person and then it just sort of ended up one day in prison and they're like how did i get here you know because it wasn't really maybe their desire or will to enact these crimes they just went along with it kind of scares me for some nines because if you don't wake up to what it is you want in life you know then you better surround yourself with with quality people who have a lot of worth and value that are going to go somewhere in life because the chances are you're going to just move with that group of people if you don't wake up to what it is you want, what it is that, that sets you apart, and what it is that's your um, you know, purpose and focus of, of your life. So they like harmony and dislike conflict. There. So if you are in with a good group of people, um, but what if you're in with a bad group of people? And you try to keep harmony. Well, you're going to have to go along with some of the bad things that they want to do. You know, think like gangs and that kind of stuff. All right. So you avoid tension and conflict because you're afraid of separation. You're afraid of further separating from people that are important to you in life. Um, and so you tend to go along with maybe some things that maybe you should maybe you wouldn't go along with if you were a little bit more assertive okay you try to avoid conflict situations by helping mediate disputes and being diplomatic in the way you state your views <gasps> excuse me that is if you state them at all you may very well not state your views you may avoid saying things um because you want to keep that feeling of peace in the environment. You tend to be more attuned to the agendas of others than you are to your own agenda. So you're more aware of what other people want. Again, now every type has their radar up, right? So every type has their radar up and they're scanning the environment for certain clues and certain information. Okay, so twos are scanning, you know, who needs me? Who needs something? Where could I meet a need? Where could I give or meet a need? Okay. Um, nines are scanning the environment too. Sixes are scanning for 
you know, where is their dangers and where are their threats and who is reliable and who is trustworthy and who's... Okay, nines, your antenna is up. And you know what you're scanning for? You're scanning for, are there potential threats to the harmony in this group? Where and who is threatening the harmony in this group and where do I need to mediate so that everybody can get along? The other thing that nines are scanning for, I think, is what do the powerful people want to see happen? What do the powerful people in this room, what, what, do they, what are their agendas and what do, how will they define success? And then what you do then is merge with that and then help them accomplish their agendas. So their agendas becomes like by de facto your agenda because you kind of lose your agenda and you just think, no, I'm here to be a collaborator. I'm here to be cooperative. I'm here to help the whole group go forward and we're all behind, you know, the CEO and we're all trying to accomplish that agenda and I'm going to help accomplish that agenda. So nines have their radars up with what do the powerful people want done and what are their agendas and how can I collaborate in that and cooperate with that and then who's disrupting the harmony and where am I needed to mediate conflicts so that we keep the boat from from rocking so that's kind of what the nines antenna is up for okay so while you have clear opinions on some things you have trouble knowing what you want for dinner again I talked about that already the practical things emotionally you tend to be pretty even keeled and steady that's another reason why people feel very comfortable around you is they know they're not going to get the stormy you know emotions out of you that maybe you get in some other types um, and so you seem like a very stable person most of the time um, you kind of avoid highs and lows and you feel very stable and so people know that you're a stable person stable is a key word for nines and um, they can come to you with their problems and nines do really good at listening and then reflecting back you know um, and watch what nines do okay uh, nines will reflect back questions to take the monkey off of their back and put it back on you. Because remember, nines don't want to be bothered. At the end of the day, nines don't want to be bothered. So if you go to a nine and you say, look, I'm having this problem with my boyfriend. I've called him, but he's not calling back. And I don't know what to do. And I think it might be over. And just get this stormy problem with all this emotional stuff, right? The nine's going to listen to you and hear you out. And then they're probably going to turn it back on you in some way by saying, wow, it seems like this could be really a problem. And have you tried this? And what else do you think you could try in order to try to work this out to a conclusion? They're going to put the problem back on you because they, they, they want to make it clear that I'm not taking this problem from you. I'm not going to make this my problem because I don't have problems. Their whole agenda is to avoid problems, is to be left alone and not have to be moved they don't want to be moved okay remember they're the palm tree so the hurricanes blow you know and the palm tree sways and bends to everybody else's agenda and does whatever it needs to do so that it doesn't snap right it just bends with everybody's agenda and then when the storm is over the palm tree hasn't moved it doesn't move okay and nines don't want to move 
And so when you start coming at them with a lot of problems, they'll listen to you just like a hurricane and they'll reflect back to you and they can be a great support. I found nines have been so helpful when we're going through conflicts or crisis because they help mediate. Um, and they can do it without exhausting themselves because at the end of the day, they're, they're thinking, okay, I helped you, but I'm not getting in the middle of this. I'm not going to get involved in it. I'm not going to take your problem for you. Okay. So they may have trouble knowing what they, okay, even keeled and steady. They avoid emotional ups and downs. Although you may work hard, you don't like being the center of attention. I'd say that's true for most nines. Um, I think that nines, you know, can be the center of attention, but I don't think that's, they don't need to be. They're not assertive types. They're withdrawn types. Okay. They don't need to be up front and have everybody's uh, attention. Um, you probably are uncomfortable if the focus of the attention is on you. Nines make great companions, right? I mean, that's what they want to be is companions. So when you get a nine with an assertive type, like an eight or a one or a three, and ones I know are compliant, but they're compliant to the assertive list of demands in their heads. So they come across often as a very assertive type. When you get a nine with a one or a nine with an eight or a nine with a three or a nine with a seven, you know, some of the great teams in movies, you know, that they play on are those eight and nines and sevens and nines. Um, because nines want to be a companion. They want to come alongside and be supportive and sort of round out that main character. The problem is, is, you know, nine, you can be a main character. You could be a main character. Um, it, you are the main character in your own story. And where's the story going? You know, what's the future of this main character in your story? Um, and that's really what the Enneagram helps you realize is you are a main character. Um, and you're living out a story of some kind. And don't just be content with living out everybody else's story as being a character in somebody else's story. If this book had your name at the top of the, uh, of the book and it was a story about you, you know, uh, you have every bit as much right to have a story of your own as anybody else does. So, okay, where are we at here? Um, you often have trouble making decisions because you can see the value of different options and you don't always know what you really want and you like to avoid the friction that can come from conflict and so you tend to be more aware of of what you don't want than what you want you know so if you ask a nine where do you want to go for dinner they don't know they don't know but then when you give them two choices you know they'll say oh i like this over that because they tend to know what they don't want but it's hard for them to assert i want this i want you know to go to hawaii for vacation it's hard for a nine it feels a it feels aggressive that's a good word where most types would say that's assertive to assert what you want or to assert your will i think a nine confuses assertiveness with aggressiveness to a nine it feels like you're being aggressive when you say this is what i want or this is what you need to do or this is what needs to be accomplished that feels like an aggressive action to a nine when really it's just an assertive action 
Because if I say what I want, then that might mean you don't get what you want, and that bothers nines. They want everybody to get what they want. All right, you rarely get angry, and it's uncomfortable for you to express your your anger because you don't want you, you're afraid that anger might pop up when you don't like it. Nines are kind of like the dormant volcano, right? So eights are like the geysers that are just they're just spraying all the time. Just little bits of anger, little puffs of anger. They're probably not actually going to hurt anybody but they just kind of are always this this anger just sits on the surface and it's just always they like to they like to banter and argue and all that ones are like the the are like a an active volcano they try to keep a lid on it but they're not very good at keeping a lid on it and the anger of a one you know it's their sin that comes out and um um and when it does watch out you know, because ones can get very upset with people when people are being stupid, okay, or being foolish. Nine or ones just have like a hammer against all foolishness, okay. Um, nines are kind of like the dormant volcano, and it takes a lot of work, you know, to be a dormant volcano. You got all the same lava in you that everybody else has, that nine, eights, and ones have, but you pride yourself on being dormant. And so what happens? The village starts to get closer and closer to the mouth of that volcano. And everybody feels safe. And so the nine then feels the pressure of not ever letting that anger out. Because there's a whole village now that's living living on top of them. And people just keep crowding in and crowding in and crowding in on the nine until eventually the anger, which is what they're afraid of, the anger's all there. And when it sprays out, they know they're going to, they're afraid of getting angry because it could damage their relationships. All right. So they're like a dormant volcano. All right. What else we got here? Um, you sometimes say yes because it feels hard to say no, but you may not follow through on the yes. And you may have had no intention of ever following through on the yes. So this is the stubbornness. You know, like the, the tree doesn't move, right? You could say from a different perspective that the tree is stubborn because it won't move. It's great that it doesn't move, but what if it needs to move? There's a problem. What if it needs to move, but it won't because it's stubborn. And the, the sloth of the nine, the stubbornness, the anger of the nine is probably best described in the word stubbornness. Where the anger of an eight looks like anger. The anger of a one looks like frustration. Why won't these people park where they're supposed to park? Why do they park out here on my in front of my driveway? That's the one. They look like frustrated. Frustrated, right? Eights look angry. They're going to come at you with anger. Ones are frustrated. They're going to sit up on the porch. And, do you believe what Martha, do you believe what they're doing? They're parking out here. They got their music playing all, all hours of the night. Back in my day, we didn't. That's ones, okay? Nines, their anger is going to look like stubbornness. Stubbornness. They're going to listen to you and nod and say, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll get that form. I'll take care of that. I'll get that form in. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come Wednesday, did they get the form in? No, they forgot. They forgot. They forgot. But there's a difference between forgetting and not remembering. Um, and I think a lot of the forgetting that nines do is not remembering. They don't want to remember it. They don't want to remember it because what at the end of the day, what? They don't want to move. They don't want 
to be pushed on. They don't want, if you want to see a nine get angry, just start making a bunch of demands on them. Start pushing them. Say, you got to get this done. You got to get this done. Now, have you, how much you got on that done? All right, move this and you got to get that done. And just start making a lot of demands on them. And as the village gets closer and closer to the mouth of that volcano, you're going to start to hear some rumbling and some grumbling. Because, not that you want to make nines mad, but I'm just saying it's all there under the surface. Okay. So nines will kind of look stubborn um, in their anger. Um, they may say yes when they mean no. All right. So as a leader, nines want to make sure everybody's fully heard and the decisions are made by consensus and that everybody's valued and listened to. And again, what's the underlying criticism is that they don't feel like they're valued and listened to uh, or that their contributions matter. So they want to make sure everybody else's contributions matter. Your desire for harmony motivates you to go with the flow and avoid rocking the boat to get along. You're good at mediating disagreements because you naturally see all points of view and you want to make sure that there's common ground. Everybody feels like they had a part in resolving the tension, um, resolving the problem. Okay, well, um, going along with others' plans can seem easier to nines because they don't want to maybe come up with their own plans or they don't think they have any right making their voice heard um if you want to read more about uh uh each type this is a great book the nine types of leadership by beatrice chestnut everything she writes is really good uh, i hope it's helpful to you guys i hope you be more compassionate on yourself nines what does it look like for you to be more present to life well you know you can be geographically present but you yourself not show up and here's the thing is it really peacemaking if you don't show up to the peacemaking process. In other words, if there's conflict between two parties and those two parties agree to work it out, um, that's peacemaking, right? But if, if one party just says, I don't have any desires, I don't have any needs, I don't have anything that I want, I'll just merge with, with you, that's not really peacemaking because you... You have one person that showed up and one person that didn't. So if you don't show up to life, yeah, you'll get along with everybody, but you aren't getting along with anybody because you aren't present. Something to think about. I hope this helps you guys. I'll see you next time.